But see, a lot of people don't understand your vision because they're not you and they don't see the bigger picture. Fire. Fire. Oh. Welcome, Senior Life family, to the All Fired Up podcast. I'm your host, Will Voorhees, and today I'm joined by Justin Young. Justin, how are we feeling today? Man, I'm all fired up. I'm glad that's to be awesome. here, excited to be on the podcast with you. I'm excited to talk to you. So for anybody that's kind of new to the space that hasn't seen your face yet, kind of give us some background on who Justin is and how y'all got into this space. Yeah, man. Well, I we I got in first got into the insurance space. I got in the final expense life insurance industry. Uh, started my journey in it back at the end of 2009. And um, I had been... Uh, an executive pastor had been in the ministry with my dad uh, for about a decade and we were very entrepreneurial as well so we did a lot in real estate and uh, had a few different LLCs doing different things in that market and doing real well in my 20s mm -hmm. uh, making a lot of money and then we know the crash of kind of hit and I was uh, young and dumb and thought I was invincible and over leveraged and uh, basically lost everything yeah and the only way that I knew to survive it all at that time was I had had an uncle and a granddad that had done, I've always watched them do very well uh, in the insurance industry. And their, most of their primary bread and butter that had got them there over the years, even though I didn't understand a lot about it, I knew it was final expense life insurance. It was one of the main tools in their toolkit, yeah. so to speak, even though they'd done other lines and things. And so I knew I could get, uh, I knew I could go through a 40 hour course. Back then we'd done it in person. There wasn't nothing to do it online. Okay. But I could go two weeks in a row, three or four days each of those weeks, uh, you know, then go sit for the exam, take the license, get approved, and be up and going fairly quickly, get me some right. carriers. And so I had a few people that I'd known that kind of helped guide me in what to do with that. And uh, that was right around the time I was losing everything. And I joked, but I, I went and, uh, Traded in a uh, SLK 320 Mercedes AMG red convertible hardtop. And with my credit uh, being shot like it had been uh -huh. in filing bankruptcy, when I went on the lot, it just I, the only car that would deal that we could make work that I could get financing for was a red, same color red, but it was a Mazda 3 zoom, 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 <laughs> as the commercial says. So I got in that car, man, and just out of survival, and got leads and zoom, zoom, zoomed myself all over North Florida and South Georgia like a madman for a year. And uh, after a year, it was, uh, was going to be my 28th birthday. And uh, we were doing better, wasn't running behind on bills. No uh -huh. and getting ready to head actually to Savannah to celebrate my birthday. And I sat there and I looked and I said, man, it's the first of the month. All my bills are paid for the month. Uh, I got $9,000 in my savings account. I got $5,000 in checking. Now, that ain't no money, and we know that. But at that time, after what I'd come through, right. I said, my God, this insurance thing might work out. You right. Know, because it was a temporary. You could see me. it. Yeah, in yeah. my mind, it was going to be a temporary thing to get me over that hump. And now we couldn't, you know, years and years later, we've trained to put hundreds of insurance agents into business and, uh, and, and introduce them to this life-changing career opportunity. And uh, but that, that's how I got my start in it. Not necessarily mm -hmm. what got us to senior life, but that's what got me into business. And and so we we love what we do. Yeah. And so we were kind of talking before uh, the shoot that you would y'all had kind of had more of an IMO structure, like multiple carriers. Um, what's kind of made you go from the multiple carriers to just selling senior life? Well, you know, when we when we came to senior life, at least in our sector of the industry, there was a little bit of shock because. Uh, we weren't just new kids on the block. I mean, we'd been there a while. Uh, we had represented, if I, if I named the companies, a lot of people listening would know, but top final expense life insurance carriers 
top rated in the U.S. We were for years and years had been in the top five, right? Whether they called it an IMO, FMO, Ooh, or you know whatever the case may MGA be, MGA or whatever it was, but we had been in the top five of those. We were on stage, we were winning the awards, mm-hmm. two and three conventions a year. They're sending us all over the all over the world, you know, and uh, and that's fun, a lot of fun. You go yeah. on, you're winning the awards, you're on top. And uh, we were number one. I mean, we we had the number one agent in the nation with companies as large as Aetna. Okay. I mean, we we've done the we've done the deal. Right. And we've been around the block. And uh, we knew when we made the decision to come to Senior Life uh, that not only was it going, you know, it was going to create a bit of a rumble, but we knew we were going to lose people. Yeah. Uh, it was calculative. Now I'd like to tell you, I, I, we would have known that we would have shed as many as we did. But maybe we needed to shed them. I mean, you got to understand for for something to flourish, you got to prune it back every now and again. Mm-hmm. And we were great on the level we were on, and had a lot of success, plenty of money coming in. But you know, a lot of times when things is good, you know, the, the baby the baby bird won't leave the nest until the mama starts pulling some of the down and the feathers and the leaves uh-huh. at the bottom of it because she strategically weaves some thorns in the bottom of that nest so that when it's time for the baby to go and jump and fly. He'll be ready. He'll be ready. And all, and also he'll feel the discomfort of everything she weaved in the bottom because she's getting ready to fluff. And uh, and so for us, there was a lot of shakeup in the industry. There was a big conglomerate buying everybody up around us. Uh-huh. And it really kind of turned into there were some things that was not ethical that was being done. Okay. And some and and so we, you know, it was if that shakeup hadn't happened, we probably wouldn't have begun to pay attention to Ron's calls and emails and texts. Right. And he had periodically reached out to me for two years, and to be honest, when things is going good, you kind of just say, oh, "Yeah, like ah, oh, whatever." Oh, whatever. Oh, well, I'm not gonna call him. We we good to go, you know. Uh huh. And. Uh, and we obviously over here working leads, we'd been past the building. We know y'all, you know, something was going right with senior. Right. Um, but that just wasn't our, we never really looked behind the curtain. And so we, we finally took the call from Ron because, again, conditions, timing is everything. Right. And we took the call and we started meeting. And I, we met, it was either six or eight weeks in a row. And I think our shortest meeting was four hours. Some of them went six mm-hmm. hours long. I mean, we was looking under each other's toenails, so to speak, and yeah, just trying just to figuring everything out. Because it was out. a big, it was a big move, man. But we were nervous about it. Cause yeah. You, you know, you're about to lose some folks to make a move that big. And sure enough, we we made the decision to come, and uh, phones. Senior Life shot a little hype reel that we put out about us joining Senior Life, and our, everybody was calling, "What are y'all doing?" You know. Uh-huh. And uh, but see, a lot of people don't understand your vision because they're not you, and they don't see the bigger picture. Right. And, and and if I had if I had called and asked people's opinion, I'd have stayed in that system mm-hmm. that's uh, stuck and that is continuing to deteriorate due to that what's going on in our market. And uh, and I would have stayed there, never moving into the to the the greater thing for me because you know you, you got to leave the good for the great. It was good where we was at. Right. But it wasn't great. And so, you know, we made the decision after meeting with Ron. And and if I had, you know, a lot of times I'll say people don't make a jump in life because they're letting blind people proofread their vision. Right. That's they a call, good, yeah. They, yeah, okay. they call them folks that don't, that don't know, you know, nothing about what they're trying to do. And everybody's going to always tell you to just stay safe and play it safe. Right. But, uh, the, you know, the, the massive success, the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. Right. And we've done made that jump in life before when we got into this industry. And after a decade, we realized to go to the next level. Because got to make that jump. We've got to make it again because proximity is power. And now we're positioned better than we've ever been before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, contracts that we couldn't have imagined before. Right. Uh, 
relationships that we didn't know existed. Listen, we we in the top five IMO with a lot of these carriers, and they'll give you 15 minutes at the convention to sit with the president, and he's sitting there watching his watch, just trying to you know you telling him things that he feels uh-huh. like might improve, yeah. and he ain't even listening to you. Right. And the truth of the matter is that joker ain't never sold a policy a day in his life. And that's what's so great about senior life. Not only do we have access to the executive team and uh-huh. Ron Powell on a regular basis. And I've been around long enough now, about a year and a half here with senior life, that we have sat with Ron and mentioned Ron's like, what can we do better? And I'll say, well, Ron, this this right here, that one or two things would help translate better to the field and help agents have more success. And just as soon as I got out of my house, he said, that'll be done Monday. Yes, sir. Where yeah. else do you get that? Let me answer that for you. Nowhere. You don't get that kind of response, that kind of access, and that kind of care. But you know why Ron cares? Because Ron knows what it's like to knock a door. Right. He knows what it's like to pound the pavement. And he gives he gives a care about yeah. us in the field, and he understands. Because he was an agent. Because yeah. he was an agent. And I don't think you're going to find that in any other insurance uh, company, any carrier, yeah. anywhere. The truth of the matter is they're Ivy League, Ivory Tower folks that work their way up a corporate ladder. Mm-hmm. And if, you know – they'd probably be shaking at the knees to have to do what we do if you throw right. them in the car. So. The actual, the, the groundwork, the Correct. hard work. So what kind of, some more like specific reasons on why someone would want to sell one product rather than multiple products? Well, you know, that that seems like a foreign concept to a lot of people that's in the IMO, FMO right. world. Okay. And we got a lot of big organizations out there now that's got a lot of hype and a lot of momentum. And mm-hmm. if you got an insurance license there, cold DM and Union box yeah. all the time. Okay. And uh, and the truth is, most of those people doing that don't have they've not had any longevity in the business yet, and they don't mm-hmm. fully understand. Okay, and and the thing is, if you've been if you've been in the industry as a business owner and you've built anything, and you've had you know sixty, seventy, eighty, a hundred agents contracted working for you, uh, you understand that where you have people, you have problems, and that's great. We want the problems, okay? Right. You know, the scripture says, nowhere, where, where no oxen are, the stall's clean, but with the labor of an ox comes much revenue. In other words, okay. you get a lot of power out, out of having an ox, out of having the horsepower, but you're going to have to clean up the stall, too. You're right. going to have some mess. Right. Okay? It's going to be worth it, though. But it's going to be worth it, and when you're dealing with people, you got problems. And so when you're managing that many people and you got all these carriers, the truth of the matter is everybody does is not loyal. They don't have your best interest at heart. We've had agents work for us for years. You never even met or maybe you shook their hand one time. They're in another state somewhere. Well, the truth of the matter is if they get in the bind and you've got all these companies that don't have any household caps, okay, uh-huh. they don't have any protection. They, a lot of agents don't realize that's there for their protection. It's going to help them financially. Mm-hmm. And so they don't have the safeguards. They don't have chargeback protection. Right. Okay, and they're going out there running and gunning, and they're all excited because some company offered them what they consider to be a high contract. Thinking not they're under- top of the world, yeah, yeah. thinking they're top of the world, and it's this get rich quick mentality. Not understanding that in this business you're only as strong as your back end. Okay, right. we get in this business for the residual income. And, w- and a lot of these young guys are just green. They get in the business, and they don't understand there is no back end on those high contracts. Yeah. Okay? So you're, you know, they going to get the insurance company in those cases or that IMO, they're going to get theirs one way or another. Uh-huh. Okay? And so, but if you're wanting to build a business, you know, when you look at the structure, I can tell you right now, if I was to do the math, I have paid me and my partner, John Tanner, when you look at the actual structure, you got these people out here working for you, and they'll run up debt, you know, because they don't work several weeks. And, uh-huh. and in this business, you got a lot of freedom. And we don't know if they're working out in Oregon or wherever they live or not. You know, if, right. we know if they don't turn in numbers that week. 
but they can go out and run up debt with, say, a, a Mutual of Omaha, but then they're not going to get advanced on Mutual of Omaha that week right. because they got all this debt, but they got to live because they're living paycheck to paycheck, so then they go grab Transamerica, uh, and, and they go right that, and that's their new horse in the game until they get debt there. And they say, well, I can't write that no more. And as much as you might tell them to handle their debts and sling some business won't. that way, they won't. And next thing you know, they've shot themselves out of the business. They've got no other carrier to pull from. They're in debt all They're in debt. Everywhere. They're getting contracts canceled, vectors. They got to go back and get a real job somewhere working at Lowe's or whatever uh -huh. you want to say, okay, because they've done messed up. And who do you think that debt rolls up to? All back to the agency owner. It, it all goes back to us. And we got to write a check because if we don't write a check, then we get a vector and we're out of business. And that's right. the risk we take in this business when you're on that, that IMO, FMO world, okay? So I can sit down and do a lot of math with people that want to that wanna live the argument, but, you know, a, a person with an experience is not at the mercy of a person with an opinion. Right. So I know what it's like. My partner knows what it's like to be out there and to deal with these issues but when you come to senior life, you don't have to deal with all that. You got chargeback protection. It's structured to pr protect the agency and the agency owner. We've got all the best technology that makes this business much more scalable. You know, and we're all about picking a horse and riding it. We've always been final expense. You mm -hmm. know, I, I believe that a specialist will always make more money than a right. general practitioner. I don't right. want to sell all your other 10, 12 other lines, you know, your heart attack, cancer, and stroke policy that I'm going to make 13% commission on when I could be out there shooting and killing and eating on final expense with a, with a high commission on every sale, okay? Right. I'm not going to get distracted or diverted. And so we've always been about picking a horse and riding it, you know, focusing down, honkering down on one thing and rolling hard with it. And so for us, coming to Senior Life and going to one carrier, even though we even had to kind of acclimate and really look behind the curtain to understand the benefits, once we did, man, it just clicked. It made sense because our whole philosophy of picking a horse and riding it, what we call getting rich in the niche, okay? Mm -hmm. That coming to senior life, all that did was expound. Yeah, we might lose some people. We might prune some folks back moving over here that don't understand it. But, you know, Ron told us in the first meetings, he said, you know, a lot of those people are going to end up coming back. Right. Because the person that stays in the race to longevity, that's what speaks volumes. And those people say, you know, I had it good when I was with that, that company. And apparently, you know, I was wrong. I thought they was making the wrong decision going there, but they're doing better than ever. And we're seeing that now. We've got yeah. people that left us that are already now on we're a regular basis are starting to come back, and that's happening. You know, and some of them you don't want. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but I mean, it, it, that's true, and what Ron told us in that has been truthful. And we're just excited. We're positioned better than ever before. But I would encourage people that's watching this. Maybe you're with one of these other IMOs or FMOs, and you're – you know, you're wondering, why in the world is all this buzz about senior life? Why would people leave that broker world and go to senior life? Well, listen, I tell you, we were there a long time. We had a lot of success. And if we did it, I, there, you know, we, we, we're in this business to make money like anybody else. Right. Okay, We want to help families, but let's not get over religious. We want to make money, too. Yes, okay? sir. And, uh, and if we made the move with as much success as we'd had and we're willing to take a hit to do it, Okay, I can promise you there's a good reason for it. It's going to be worth it. It's so scalable with senior life. You have the ability to grow so easily all over the country. Our training time went from four weeks to about a day. Mm -hmm. We can have agents and up and going in the field. It used to take two weeks to get an agent contractor with a carrier after they was licensed. Now, same day. Yes, sir. With senior life, we can have them contract. It's phenomenal. Yes, sir. And so kind of to get away from the the structural kind of building um, you're in the field every day mm -hmm. and you're consistently at it. You're consistently producing kind of 
tell us some things that keep you motivated or keep you in that that grind mentality where others might get burnout. Yeah. I guess kind of how to avoid burnout in general. Well, for, I, w- I was a field agent for right at ten years, leading okay. from the front until we until you know in that FMO world we had grew to the point that there was no longer it was almost impossible for me to continue to personal produce and manage the growth that was coming on. And so I, when we came to Senior Life, I had been out of the field for well over three years, and uh, you know and was just managing. And so, and and to be honest, when we came to Senior Life, wasn't wasn't real crazy about having to go back in the field. But and I say having to because there was no way I was going to have our people make this big of a jump. The ones that hung with us, okay. Uh-huh into something that I had never even done before. How am I going to ask you to take this big a leap of faith? If you're not willing. If you're not. I mean, your wife, your kids, I mean, th- this affects their whole family. They go right. home and tell their wife, listen, baby, we've, we've been having all this success, but now Justin and John just decided to move the whole company to one carrier. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- that that's a that's pebble a- that just keeps going all the way to the, the pond, right. the pond uh, dam there. And so – I knew it the best thing to do whether I wanted to or not. But let me tell you something. Justin Young ain't too good to make a sale. I'll go knock doors and stomp cockroaches with the best of them. Yes, sir. Okay? And, and so when all that, we decided to make that move, I went back out in the field. Now, we're getting to the point now that I'm probably getting ready to, uh, within the next few months, be back just full-time recruiting. Mm-hmm. Whether I liked it or not, it's been good for us. It's been good for the company. Um, you know, and I mentioned to you uh, – I wasn't even intending on winning any kind of award, and it was ironic after so many years in the business because we won on a on an IMO or an agency level for so many years with all those carriers. We come to Senior Life, and the first year with Senior Life, we were you know about in about eight months. By the time we had the first convention, we'd been with y'all about eight months, mm-hmm. and uh, and ended up didn't even know I was going to get it. And won the Rookie of the Year award when we was at the convention down in Mexico, but. But I just got out here and went to work, man. I wanted my people to see, you know, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. And I'm not too good to do it. And this is how you make it work. Yeah. This is how you get out here. I learned legacy. Whole different sales concept from what we used to do, but I learned how to lead with legacy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you talk about burnout, you know, burnout's an excuse. Yeah. Burnout is something that people use when they're not doing what they need to do to replenish themselves and do the work. You got to work on yourself. You, you, you got to be. You got to read. Right. Okay. Readers are leaders. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, but find me a leader that's not a reader. You won't find one. Right. Okay. So you you got to be pouring into yourself. You got to have you know what Zig Ziglar used to call automobile university. You need to be listening to positive things, whether it's podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. uh, books, uh, audio books, what have you. There's some basic things you got to do. You need to work out. You need to get, you, you know, get everything flowing. Okay? Right. You need sleep. You need to write cortisol levels. You got to maintain the machine. You, you got to maintain the machine. You got to do those things. But I'm going to tell you this. People talk about balance. You go through seasons of life, there is no balance, you know. Yeah. We got out here and went so hard. I missed a lot of gym time to get out here and run hard and have my numbers to be the top agent yes, again sir. in the company leading my people. And kicked all their butts every week, <laughs> but but you got to understand you got to understand the season you in. And when we came to Senior Life, it wasn't a season to put everything with me first. It was a season yeah. to get out here and go to work and lead from the front. Work season, yeah. And and so I did the best I could to take care of that. But when people talk about burnout, and I've had agents come to me over the years, I'm burnout. Well, you must not like money then, <laughs> right? Because it's work is work no matter where you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I got this. I post this a lot. Getting rich is hard. Being broke is hard. Choose your hard. 
It's gonna right. life's gonna be hard on you either way. Either way, you might if as it's well. gonna be hard, you might as well not have to worry about money. Right. And so it's all gonna be hard. So you know, to sit there and say, "Well, I'm burnt out." Well, listen, whether that's being tired or what have you. I mean, you got to get out here and you got to hustle and you got to go make the money. Now you need rest time. You need to rejuvenate. I'm not one of these idiots, that's, these entrepreneurs that's on Instagram to tell everybody you need to be getting four hours of sleep every night. I mean, that's. It's yeah. idiotic. God bless you if you can do that. <laughs> but you're probably going to die early. You know? Right, right. And so you get, you got the best you can. You know, I do believe balance is a myth, but the best you can, you have to control what you can control. And you control your fitness, your sleep, your work ethic, the being at the first house at 9 o'clock, you know, knocking the doors until dark 30 or dialing until your fingers are numb, depending on whether you're on the phone or, or you know, in field sales. But you control the controllables, and you get out there and go to work. And in the time you do have off, you do the things that rejuvenate. You know, I love to cook. I love to entertain. I love okay. I love fine wine. I love a nice scotch and a cigar. I like to have people over and, you know, sit out and enjoy. That's what I like. I don't have many hobbies now. I used to hunt, fish, and do all that, but I'm at a stage of life. I may get back to doing that again, but I can't sit still in a tree long enough right. to deer hunt right now. This is a stage I'm speaking for me. Because I know I could be doing some work on my business, right? Compounding something. this spring, where in another ten years from now I can sit in that tree long as I want, right? So, you know, but one thing I do enjoy is is cooking and, and fine cuisine. I like traveling, uh, so I when I have the time, we do those things, and that replenishes you. You know, yeah. You you have some wins in life. I'm not one of these guys that sits here and is going to tell you, you know, to defer enjoyment on things your whole life until you finally get there because you're not going to get there. That's a myth, too. Right. Any level you get on, you can always be, do, and have more and help more people. Right. And that's what it's all about. And so, you know, when you look at your free time that you do have, do the things that replenish you. Go spend the money on it. If you, if you like fine dining, go drop three, $400 on a fine meal, a great bottle of wine. Don't put it all off to tomorrow. Do something that incentivizes you. Your hard work. Your hard work and says, man, now I've got I've got a little bit of reward for what I've done. Man, this is great. Wouldn't it be great to do this every weekend? Now let me get my behind out here and go back to work. Get, make that a reality. Yeah, and rejuvenate yourself. You know, whatever you like. If I I, I, I love uh, watches, you know, timepieces. Mm-hmm. About every year, you know, as long as I know what I've done, I'm going to reward myself and buy one. You know, I'm going to do what I need to do. So that's just, uh, that's my tips on, you know, I don't really believe in burnout. I just think you need to control what you can control. You need to get out there and work hard and enjoy the moments you have that you can enjoy. And that'll incentivize you to get out there and to work even more building your business. Awesome. Yeah, I'm a I'm I'm gonna have to you do all that. I'm gonna have to do the balance because I'm feeling it, man. I mean, I might go drop three hundred, four hundred dollars on a good dinner now and see what it's all about, and yeah. kind of get rejuvenated and keep rolling. It's important. Oh, well, Justin, man, it's I mean, it's been great talking with you, and I've sure learned a lot. Um, is there anything you want to kind of say to the viewers uh, or anybody special that's helped you out through your life? Anybody? I, I would just say if you're watching this and you're you're on the edge about, you know, making the leap, uh, you know, and you feel like you're stuck with a glass ceiling, you're, you know, making 40, 50, 60, 70,000 even a year and you think that's it for you, you're maxed out where you're at, I would encourage you to give our industry a look. Re- reach out to us and uh, and let us speak with you. Let us show you the opportunity. Let us show you the real math and uh, and let us show you the path to where your family can be, do, and have more on a level 
that you've not imagined. Um, nobody wakes up thinking they're going to get in the insurance business. It's not mm -hmm. necessarily sexy, okay? Yeah. The insurance business kind of tends to find you in life, and that's how it does a lot of us. But once we find it or it finds us, uh, it's rare that you ever leave that opportunity because there's nothing else you can do and make the kind of money we make and help the people that in the way that we do, on the level that we do, and uh, especially with just a two-week insurance you know, about yeah. two weeks to go through insurance school will take a test. So give us give us a look. Give senior life a look and uh and let us let us help you experience the opportunity. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Justin. Yep. Enjoyed having you. Thank you, man. At Senior Life, we're all fired up. Fired up. Fired up. Fired up. Oh.